0: Everybody is talking at me. I don't hear a word to say. Only the echoes of my mind. Hey, everybody, welcome to Pizza Cast number six. Today we're going to talk about the new Tomb Raider game. It's raising a few eyebrows for being kind of sexist. The zero issues of DC that they're coming out with, was it this month? Uh, September September that's not even close to this month no um, it might be if you're listening in the future yeah which if you are how is it how's the future are there but, flying cars please say yes that and more maybe we'll talk about the uh, Great Gatsby trailer Pizza Cast the official podcast of Pizza Extreme Team go pizza go <laughs> that was the signal to start okay okay that's the best you're going to get out of me. Sounds good. All right. Well,
1: um, before we get going um, with our news topics, is there anything you guys have been uh, doing this week?
0: Not really. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you count working is cool. And I don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got Dragon's Dogma, that game in the mail. I haven't played it a lot because I've been working to, to gauge whether it's good or not. But it doesn't seem like it's going to be that great. Hmm. It's like Capcom's take on Skyrim. Okay. Which of course Capcom's a Japanese company that makes mostly Japanese style games. Right. And Skyrim is a very western game. So yeah. it's just like them trying to make games that are made in America and it's like why would you you the games you were making before were already good.
1: Yeah, that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah.
0: Everything's all like Brown and serious and
1: oh like sepia tones and like that's how, that's how you know we're being, you know,
0: no, it's just everything's dirty and brown,
1: oh okay, <laughs> okay,
0: and the people are kind of ugly, and like where's I the cool know. okay, they're very I ugly <laughs> they're, well they're not they're they're less ugly than Skyrim people are, I mean, their hair doesn't look like wet yarn dipped in acrylic paint, yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they had that dog. Inside. Oh, there, Yeah, there's a dog in Skyrim that just looked like a horrible monster Muppet. Like, <laughs> but, like, like Capcom that. games had so much style going on, like Devil May Cry. Like, it's, it's crazy style. And now this is what they want to do, is just make, you know, lame Western <laughs> games. Not that I don't like Western games. There's a lot of great Western games. But yeah. stick to what you're good at, Capcom. Or make make this Western game, but put your Japanese twist on it that I like. Right, right. That would be good. Yeah, because that's the main thing I don't like about Skyrim is it doesn't have any sort of artistic style other than kind of real. (laughs) Dirty, dirty, yeah, dirty Nordic men, (laughs) which makes it sound really gay. (laughs) But the women aren't even attractive. I've never seen an attractive woman in an Elder Scrolls game ever. Even Fallout, like, it barely, like, the closest it gets is uh, Moira. She's about the cutest, and she's more character cute than than physically, yeah, hot, which I guess is better. I mean, if you're going to write a character, I'd rather play a game with that character than hot, hot lady. Hot lady. <laughs> but I don't know. That's that's what I've thought of Dragon's Dogma so far. I'll probably write a review of it. But then I said that about Max Payne, and I still haven't. Still do yeah. yeah. What's
1: what's up with that?
0: <laughs> I don't. It, I just liked it so much that that I don't want to write about it. Like it's kind of like I'll just be like, yay, 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 rah, rah, rah. rah. Max Payne is great. <laughs> It's the same thing why I never reviewed Mario 3D Land Because I loved it more than anything (laughs) Like I rarely play all the way through Well I usually play through the storylines in a game But I'll never like get every little bobble and trinket Mario 3D Land I did I did not stop till I got everything Oh wow Wow It's that good Cool Very cool So somebody else go I've jabbered about video games enough. What have you been
1: up to, Sam? Well, I haven't really been watching a whole lot. Um, just been kind of, you know, working a lot, too. But, uh, oh, here comes the dog. So hi, Jake. He doesn't like the mic.
0: <laughs> he, he jumped down into, like, play stance, though. Yeah, I he know. wanted to play with the mic.
1: Yep. <laughs> With the viewers. I know. All right. Bye. Bye, Jake.
0: Yeah, he's leaving. Yeah.
1: So, anyways, yeah, I haven't really been doing a whole lot, but um, over the weekend, uh, Kelly and I went to a uh, convention uh, in Westerville, Ohio. Um, the convention was called Science Fiction Festival 2012. <laughs> Not very descriptive or fancy, but you know, that's okay. We found it in uh, the local paper. They did an article on this. um, The store. It is an actual, honest to God Star Trek store. I mean, you know, most comic shops, hobby shops have, you know, your comics, you have your your geek stuff, your sci fi stuff. This place is just Star Trek.
0: They don't even have like a little bit of anything else.
1: Well, they have they have a little bit of Star Wars, and they have one podium of Harry Potter.
0: You think there's some Doctor Who in there, but
1: no, there wasn't really any Doctor <laughs> Who. It was, but it was, it was almost entirely Star Trek, and they tried. <laughs> I, I want to. I I don't want to be that guy that savages this thing, but let me put it to you this way: when I go to someone who is not into geek stuff and I tell them hey I'm going to a comic book convention this convention that we went to is what I imagine they picture in their heads oh, God. there was there was nothing there there was maybe 15 people 15-20 people including the people doing stuff <laughs> there was it was all in one big half a warehouse that they boarded off and it wasn't really even a half a warehouse just like a little shed kind of thing
0: no, no.
1: <laughs> There were four tables set up. One was of the USS uh, Maximilian, which was a uh, ship that, you know, this is its 20th anniversary of being launched or something. (laughs) There was a table that was completely empty except for a photo album of past science fiction festivals with with the page turn.
0: I can't get over how generic it is. (laughs)
1: Oh you would if you were there you would say yep this is science fiction festival 2012 <laughs> But anyways this ha- it had a it had a photo album with the pages turned to one page where they had that one year where Sulu showed up <laughs> They had a table that was just a diorama of space <laughs> like a kids, like a like a kids elementary school, like science fair, yeah, of of the solar system, and a table in the back running VHS copies of the new Doctor Who on a where tiny get, TV.
0: Where do you get VHS? copies? He
1: taped them off TV. Oh, yeah, I guess. yeah, it gets better. the the um, The site or the uh, the article boasted, you know, a a robot building competition. You as one of the big things with a prize or whatever. All that was was a box of Legos.
0: Was it even like Mindstorms?
1: No, no. they were just Legos. It was just a tub of Legos. I mean, granted, there were a ton of Legos. I mean, I could have built some cool stuff with that. <laughs> but no, they were just Legos in a, in a tub, in like a big bin for people to play with. Wow. They also had a panel section. It was 15 chairs set up off to the side, on the other end of this of this shed, about three people were sitting there. They were watching Amazing Randy, the 12-year-old magician.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the only thing worse than a magician is a 12-year-old.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Yep. And, he, and uh, it was very clear that his assistant was his dad.
0: His oh, <laughs> <it's> beautiful assistant. <laughs> yes. Dad. <laughs>
1: But oh my god, and then we and then we paid two dollars to get in, so I mean that was okay. And we got a we got free um uh iron uh, iron on um patches, I got a oh, pretty sweet cool. a pretty sweet board cube. I'll I tell you what, guys. <laughs> but uh, but no, then we went to check out the store, and gawking into the store, you would say, Yep, they would throw a science fiction festival 2012. <laughs> I, I mean, they had a lot of stuff. I mean, it was okay. It was neat, but I mean as culturally accepted geeks and nerds and sci-fi folks and Star Trek people are now, think of how it was about 15 years ago.
0: It was like stepping back in time. It was like it was
1: like <laughs> stepping back in time. Oh, God. A couple of good things that did come out of it though, um, in that little area, there was also um, next to the uh, Star Trek store shed, there was a toy store shed and it was pretty cool. The guy uh, goes and buys um, like Lego sets that Meyer's about ready to get rid of for super cheap and resells them and that was pretty cool. He also had all the little uh, blind bag minifigs opened up oh, cool. on the wall so you can actually see what you're getting. That was pretty cool. We also went into probably the worst comic book shop I've ever been into in my entire life. <laughs> wow. It was it was a house that they had reconfigured into a store, a two-story house with shit just laying all over the place. <laughs> and I don't mean just comics and stuff. Like empty pizza boxes. Oh, like man. bags of cans. <laughs> I mean they were trying they, – again, they were trying really hard and I'm sure that – Back when that was the only shop in town, that would have been an excellent shop. There's actually another shop that opened up about six months ago um, that is phenomenal and makes me angry because they have a whole bunch of Silver Age comics. But the guy knows how to price them correctly. Uh So if you want anything, you actually have to pay the regular price for them. But whatever. It's a really cool store. But this this one I'm talking about, this house, it was it was a mess. It was the worst comic shop i have ever walked into it's like
0: comic books and garbage yeah
1: yeah the but i gotta hand it to them they did have a tv that was playing mystery science theater on a loop so at least they knew yeah. at least they had some idea and the people in there seemed very nice but it was it was a mess
0: you should have took yeah, pictures
1: of all this stuff. Uh, I, I've, I felt bad. Oh, uh,
0: so, yeah. I
1: mean, I felt bad. I didn't want to – I mean – Yeah, that
0: would just – it would just end up a really mean-spirited. Yeah, exactly. And I mean I
1: probably sound pretty mean-spirited now because of what I've been saying. But, I mean, they were trying. They tried very hard and I'm sure – I'm sure but once it just upon a time –
0: wasn't enough. No? Yeah, right. It,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just wasn't enough but we did find um also in Westerville some other little shops like um there's an old um antique store that specializes in in 70s stuff oh, was which cool. was pretty awesome they had the old flying V like it looked like the body body of a flying V guitar table
0: like the old <laughs> oh, 70s awesome. like
1: yeah all that cool stuff and uh, a couple yeah. of good coffee shops it was weird the town has like two of everything like in the main like main drag there were two coffee shops there were two antique stores they're like two
0: of everything i don't I, I don't get it but there was only one science fiction festival well, 2012 yeah
1: yeah <laughs> i mean you know we've been to some bad cons but this is the first time i i can safely say i probably won't be back i mean it was it was sad i mean it just i just I don't. You, you, you guys could hear how how, yeah. how how much it pains me to to say this stuff because they were trying, they really were, but man, it just wasn't good <laughs> at all. So,
0: yeah, I wish we would have known about Colossal Con before. I wish that. we would
1: have too. No, that seemed pretty cool.
0: I mean, it looked kind of like Ohio Con, but. Better. It's OhioCon at a water park. Yeah, mm. <laughs> like I said in the article, if you get bored of looking at hug pillows and PVC figurines, you can go to the water park. Yeah, exactly,
1: yeah. No, that looked like a, a ton of fun. That's one I think might I might check out. Yeah, we next might check year. out yeah, next year, yeah, for sure. Maybe we'll get a booth. Yeah.
0: Apparently there was a board game con in columbus like a couple weekends ago really somebody i work with went to it and you could you could go there and you could try out board games oh that's cool and they sold all kinds of board games like i would have went to that i totally would have went to that if i wouldn't have yeah yeah it was cheap to get it is con season it is this. yeah huh but it, i forget what it was called but it sounded really cool <laughs> I like board games, but I never get to play them, and they're all so expensive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, definitely. All right. Well, I think that's that's all, that's all I got. You guys got anything else?
0: No. We could probably go to break.
1: Okay, yeah. Let's go ahead and go to break, and when we come back, we'll talk about some uh, news stuff.
0: I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time I keep the ends out for the tie that binds Because you're mine, I walk the line I find it very, very easy to be true I find myself alone when each day is through And we're back and we're gonna talk about the new Tomb Raider game. Because recently there was an there was an article on Kotaku with the, I think it was the executive producer of the games or something that was like that really didn't sit well with me. Yeah. Like it just seemed wrong. He was talking about how this game is one where we're really, you know, knocking Laura Croft down and making her struggle. And you want to protect her. And I'm like, that doesn't sound right at all. No. <laughs> she, she's the one that goes around punching tigers and yeah, fighting yeah. endangered animals.
1: <laughs> yeah, this doesn't sound like a strong female character at all.
0: Uh-uh. And, well, it's supposed to be about her becoming strong, and you help her become strong. But there's also an attempted rape in it.
1: Yeah, I you know, I watched that, tr- that uh, trailer for it. And that was not something I would want to invest any amount of time in at all.
0: Yeah, like I was excited about the game at first, like the first trailer which didn't seem like torture porn. Yeah. <laughs> but like now it's like it just looks so wrong. Like I'm not even interested anymore. Women, women don't need like you know, rape to become strong. Like they can just decide one day, you know, okay, I'm gonna be stronger. <laughs> Yeah. That's not necessary. That's why the Hunger Games did female characters right. I mean, nobody tried to rape Katniss, no. and she's still awesome. She just, you know, took, you know, stepped up. Yeah, I got to be strong. Yeah. I got to step up, and she did. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Well, see, what we don't know is that every time she's not on scene, <laughs> constant attempted rape. <laughs> Just constant because one after the other. We
0: just cut it out of the book. That's right. Yeah. It's also because it's probably a mature title. And- oh oh yeah, yeah, we gotta make it mature. Yeah. <laughs> but like, why? Why do? Why do we want to white knight Lara Croft? I want to protect it. No. No, you're not. No, that's not. I want to gonna... raid
1: some tombs. Really. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: like, I'm gonna be badass and you know, swing around on these vines or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Climb a wall. <laughs> I don't want to protect her. Yeah. Make her do awesome stuff. And there's nothing wrong with building up to being strong, no. but you don't need to, like, have to Const- this... knock her down.
1: Constantly. I mean,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah it's, a, it's like this weird, oppressive, like, yeah. it is. It's like power fantasy. fantasy. Yeah, like, It's like the opposite. Of- yeah, it's the opposite of what Tomb Raider originally was, was you know, dominant Laura Croft, you know, domineering over everything around her, and now we've got passive... Weak Lara Croft being dominated by everything. Yeah,
1: I mean it's like they took the that trailer, it's like they took like the worst bits of every cutscene. <laughs> it's like, oh no, there's a plane that's falling on top of me, and then this guy is trying to rape me, and then more gunfire, and I get tied up again.
0: <laughs> it's like they just they're just going completely the wrong way. And I can understand wanting to make it different than the than the originals, but they're doing it. They're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't, I wasn't even you know actively looking to be offended by the game. Oh, we were it actually before that we thought it looked pretty. Yeah, cool. I was interested in it. Survival but... Laura Croft's pretty cool. And maybe yeah, that that sounds like a great game, right? I let, like Survivor Man Laura Croft, like Bear Grylls Laura <laughs> Croft Adventure. Sounds like a good game, but yeah, no, they're. Maybe it's just this. Maybe it's the PR. Maybe yeah, they're idiot. spinning it wrong. They got some sexist idiot. You know, maybe this executive producer guy was just a douche. That's
1: that's what I'm hoping. They'll, I imagine here within the next couple of weeks they'll have another trailer that paints the game in a much better light. Like it shows the second half of all of those cutscenes that they put in the first trailer, <laughs> where she's like coming like striving above like my plane's falling oh no but here's the in the second trailer but I'm gonna make it anyways this guy's trying to rape me but then I punched him
0: like I'll still try it when it comes out sure it'll be a good review either way (laughs) (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. but I, I was surprised that people aren't more upset about it too like no you don't see a lot of stuff written about it like it should be a big deal it should be a big internet deal can't see my air quotes around internet deal <laughs> yeah like every time catwoman is in a suggestive pose it oh, becomes yeah. an internet deal oh yeah yeah
1: right speaking of yeah. which
0: <laughs> yeah let's segue into the DC zero issues yeah
1: yeah they um yeah DC announced that in September it's September's the one year uh, mark of the uh, new 52 project wow, that they're it's doing. It's already been a year. It's been a year, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. It's That's scary to think about. But they're going to do a handful. Each issue is going to have a zero issue, uh, meaning it's a story that takes place um, prior to the first issue from a year ago, except for where it doesn't. Because <laughs> some of those zero issues actually also end the series somehow. <laughs> and some of them take place in present, but also in the past. It doesn't make a whole lot of what? sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's yeah, exactly. That they doesn't make like a whole like lot of you thought sense.
0: The number ones were the most important. Now there's zeros. Go buy them.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Also, speaking of sexist Catwoman poses. The Zero Catwoman pose is horrible. And uh, not even from the sexist standpoint, uh, it's just poorly
1: drawn. A, a lot of those Zero Issue covers are not good. I mean, yeah, Catwoman is terrible. She looks like the strong female characters, things from yeah. Kate Beaton and... Uh, like,
0: exactly, Yeah, actually, yeah like, like, with, like with a- the
1: boobs and the butt at the same, <laughs> same time, yeah. But no, a lot of those covers are just not good. The cover for Justice League has Shazam on it, and he, it's the worst-looking piece of trash I've ever seen. What it's the, like, it's like he's grimace. It's like Shazam, Captain Captain Marvel. Yeah, because fuck Shazam, It's Captain Marvel. <laughs> he's standing there. He's like ripping through the like the cover, like the original first uh, issue cover, and it's like he's like grimacing with his teeth sticking out, and his gums are huge. And he's like he's it's like he's smiling, but also like angry. Like he's like <laughs> I am
0: angry, Cappy.
1: Yeah, and it's the first full shot of the costume that I've seen and it looks like it looks terrible. I mean, it looks it looks like the old Captain Marvel kinda, but it has ribbing on the shoulders <laughs> and like down here on the ch- on the stomach and the chest for no reason. It's
0: for her pleasure. Yeah.
1: It's exactly yeah, right. Yeah. But and and like his his logo it just—it doesn't look like a logo, the lightning bolt insignia. It looks like a hole in his chest that is spewing lightning blood out of his chest.
0: <laughs> the blood of the lightning bolt.
1: Yeah, it is. It is just god awful. Oh god!
0: Wasn't that a- Man, Man, all... for a minute there before you said it was spewed, I thought it just—he just had a lightning bolt shape cut out in the front of his. Face. I'm surprised he
1: doesn't <laughs> like
0: the male Power Girl. Yeah. What we're you gonna say about uh, that uh Rosarlan? Rosarlen? What are they? I can't say it. Her Tumblr? Yeah, she with the pic the Catwoman picture. Yes. She drew a picture of Catwoman for like in parody of that awful cover of Catwoman like licking her own butt like a cat. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> like, she said, like with like her a... foot in the air. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I think like, underneath it said, You want a pose that shows off both her tits and her ass? Here you go. You're welcome. <laughs> Yeah, yeah,
1: right. Yeah, that makes yeah.
0: Makes more sense, I would think. <laughs> right, <laughs> they
1: might as well. I mean, some DC exec probably saw that and went, "Oh, that's hot. <laughs>
0: that's a good idea. Hire no, don't hire her because she's a woman. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> good yeah. Get a male artist on that right away. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, Rob Liefeld, <laughs> you're good at drawing drawing people with no skeletal structure whatsoever. <laughs> Come on in here.
0: We need you to do this.
1: Can you do this but also make it not possible by a human?
0: Also put some pouches in there? Yes.
1: Oh my god. Oh uh, yeah. But anyways, this zero issue thing makes no sense. It really doesn't. DC did zero. It's It's another attempt of them mining Old ideas, because back in the, I want to say mid nineties. I'm not. I'm not certain. I want to say mid nineties. They did an event called Zero Hour, where um, all time was being consumed because Green Lantern went crazy and decided he wanted to remake the universe. Um, when he re did the universe, it created a zero issue for every issue, which. which took place some point in time before the first issue but also tied into the zero hour event and that made sense this makes no no sense (laughs) it's
0: like uh, we can do it It,
1: (laughs) yeah it just makes numbering ridiculous because you don't know whether you want to put it in as the first issue in your box before the one or like at where it goes plus like I said three uh, series are ending to make way for four new ones In September. Uh, The ones that are ending are um, Captain Adam, which I'm kind of sad about, but I can understand. Uh, Resurrection Man, which has always been a a character favorite of mine, but uh, it's just – it's not pulling the sails. Justice League International is ending a few months early. It's like – I think that's either ending this month or next month. And – god. What was the fourth one? Voodoo, which no one reads.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I read a couple of the first ones. It's Oh, yeah.
1: A- yeah, Alien Stripper. Yeah. Alien Stripper Spy. Yeah, you'd think it'd be it. You'd think everyone would read it, but no. No.
0: Maybe they should have named it something more appealing.
1: Like Alien Stripper okay, Spy. Yeah. I had
0: no idea what it was. It was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know. I'll, I've never heard about this, so I'll
1: Well, vood- it, I guess. Yeah, well, Voodoo was one of the uh, Wildstorm Comics characters that was folded in during the uh, big redo. But that so you know that had that going against it too. Um,
0: they're not knocking off Suicide Squad.
1: No, they're not knocking off Suicide Squad. They're not knocking off um, Deathstroke or Grifter or any of the books that should be ending <laughs> because they're going on straight sales and because people fucking love Rob Liefeld or love to see <laughs> the train wreck of Rob Liefeld. All of his books have higher sales than some of these halfway decent oh ones. God. Not saying that Captain Adam is halfway decent because it's really not. They're getting into some weird Hindu stuff <laughs> in it right now, and it's just not making sense. But, you know, it's it's a shame. Although I am kind of looking forward to a couple of the books that are uh, being released. Uh, one of them is tying in with is – is another Batman book, which will How make – How are
0: there? Well, <laughs> a lot. A lot. Well,
1: I mean there are 25% – as of September, twenty five percent of DC's output are going to be Batman-related titles.
0: Oh my god! Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess there's a Batman movie coming out.
1: Yeah, know. but you see that? But this character isn't even—it's not even a Batman character. There's a storyline going on right now called the Court of Owls, which is taking place in all the Batman books about this crazy cult of owl people that have trained. Um, uh, mind-controlled assass- super assassins with healing powers that may or may not be immortal that are attacking Gotham City, and that Nightwing might be one of them or not. We don't know. But the store but um, apparently, in all in each each book, um, a Batman the Batman character is fighting a Talon, which is a super assassin mind wipe guy, and the new book is called Talon. The- apparently, one s- assassin. Survives and is trying to have a normal life, but he can't because he's tied in with Batman. Huh. Yeah, so I mean that one looks kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. There's one um, called A Sword of Sorcery, which is an anthology book. The first half of each issue is going to be about Amtheist, the Princess of Gem World, which is a character from the 1980s that they're bringing back into continuity. That's not really the big thing. The big thing is that it's being written by Christy Marks, who created and wrote the majority of Gem and the Holograms.
0: And here's an interesting tidbit. Also wrote the two Sierra games, Conquest of Camelot and Conquest of the Longbow, which are both pretty neat. Good. Old cool. adventure games. <laughs> oh, OK. Yeah, no. Now I remember. Just yeah. looked her up on Facebook the other night. No? Not Facebook. Not just Facebook, the internet. Then. He yeah. Oh, I'm so <laughs> cause the name sounded familiar cause I because I thought she was the the lady that wrote those games and she was
1: Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Very interesting.
0: One's the King Arthur you're King Arthur and you gotta do something, and the other one's like a Robin Hood simulation. Okay. I played that for a while. Yeah. I think I got confused. <laughs> it got confusing. That happens with the old series. <laughs> it's yeah. like, what do I do? Oh, I died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. going to start all over again.
1: But yeah, but no, so that one's actually looking pretty good. The other half of those issues are going to have different, like, magic-y magic stories. Like, this first one's going to have Beowulf and Grendel. Oh,
0: that's as,
1: cool. But it's, like, set in the future.
0: <laughs>
1: because that's it's DC idea. Comics. Yeah, it's actually not bad. There's one called Phantom Stranger, which I'm really excited about. Phantom Stranger is a really cool character and it's looking like it's going to be tying in directly to the Justice League stories, which is cool. Problem is is being written by a guy named Dan Didio, who was the editor in chief for many many years for DC and any book that he touches ends in 6 issues. <laughs> he he wrote Omac, the the one that just ended here. Um he used to be a halfway decent writer, but, man, yeah, like I said, every every book he touches ends quickly <laughs> because they're not very good. And the last one is called Team Seven, which is set in the past, but not so far in the past, where they still thought Superman was a bad guy. So they put together a team of assassins to hunt Superman, comprising of Steve Trevor, who is a wonder woman, uh, supporting character.
0: Oh yeah. I know that.
1: Idea. Yeah. Uh, grifter who has his own book that is being written by Rob Liefeld and is terrible. <laughs>
0: Naturally, um,
1: the, uh, non fat Amanda Waller
0: <laughs>
1: and, uh, along with some others, uh, Deathstroke, who has his own solo book and is terrible. <laughs> I have no interest in that book. None. It
0: sounds bad. Yeah. yeah. I'm still mad about Amanda Waller.
1: <laughs> I am too. You know, they didn't need to make her, you know, a supermodel. They didn't. They, it didn't need to happen.
0: Well, it's comics and every female character yes. has to be sexy or yes. what's the, the one her?
1: Oh, man. That's and that's that's just the wrong way of thinking. Honestly, that's just didn't have to happen like that. But whatever. So on to the next topic. <laughs> you want to talk about this Andromeda thing with uh, Kickstarter?
0: Sure. So, you know, there was a big Kickstarter boom there for a while when uh Tim Schafer did his his Kickstarter for an unnamed adventure game that made like three hundred bazillion million dollars. Yeah. And then everybody who used to make adventure games back in the day, okay, give me some yeah, of that so money. Yeah, today I, I could get in on that. <laughs> and it seems like things have started to fatigue and less people want to give money to Kickstarters now. But there was still this one. By the guys who made Space Quest, which is the classic Sierra game, like King's Quest and Police Quest. And it was part of that bunch of games. Mm-hmm. And their Kickstarter was dangerously close to not succeeding. Really? Which is a super shame because it's a really good project. And they had so many award. Their award tier was insane. And they had so much concept art and like a playable demo of the game that you could play. Wow! You know, before you pledged, and they didn't make their goal till like the day, the last day. Wow! Wow! And, I mean, it was like a five hundred thousand dollar goal, so it was kind of steep. But still, that thing should have filled up within a couple days. Right. I mean, they obviously knew what they were doing. They had they have a good product that they're working on, and they wanted the fans to have all kinds of great pledge items that they could get. And it, I have no idea why it took that long, and I was really worried that like wow. that good of a project was gonna get left in the dust huh. just because people had already given you know all their money to Tim Schafer who, yeah, right I mean, I love the guy, and his games are great. Mm-hmm. He didn't need three million dollars <laughs> to make that game. <laughs> their goal was like four hundred thousand, yeah,
1: I mean, what's he gonna do with all that money?
0: Make a game. <laughs> Yeah, now there's going to be full voice acting and in different languages, and maybe the graphics will be better or something.
1: That doesn't sound like $3 million to me.
0: Yeah, but he didn't even have a plan either. He didn't even say what it was going to be. He's just like, I'm going to make a game.
1: Give me some money.
0: Whereas these guys had to be like, this is the game we're going to make.
1: Wow. Well, see, they should have just come at it with, you know, we're making a game, whatever. Here you go. It waltz out, yeah, guys. Yeah.
0: Or the Leisure Suit Larry guy. Yeah? He is just remaking the first game, and that got funded real quick. I'm like, really? You guys are going to pay a bunch of money for a guy to make the same game again, and these guys who are making an actually new game barely make their goal. Well, yeah,
1: I th- and you know what? I think you hit the nail on the head. I think it's Kickstarter fatigue. Because I mean, I know I burned pretty hot and heavy on it there for a while. I think that... I don't know. I think Kickstarter was better when not as many people were using it.
0: Yeah. Or when people, not as many people knew about it. No, that's not – yeah. It got – there were so many dumb projects there for a while. Yeah, like it, that guy pay me to play with Legos guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that
1: guy. Well, there was one that was a out-and-out out scam on there. I, I don't have any of the stuff on me at the moment. But it was like an out-and-out out scam where he – where – um some scandinavian company a guy took a bunch of screenshots from different games that were never made and like put them up and like copied the the uh um achievements tier from some other game that was trying to be funded and i mean luckily it got shut down within like six hours yeah because i guess because kickstarter places that stuff pretty close but i mean you're going to start to see more and more people start scamming on it and between people scamming, people getting burnt, people overextending themselves with Kickstarter because, you know, you, you go on there and you say, OK, yeah, I'll flip five bucks to this, five bucks to that. Next thing you know, they all succeed and you're out 50 bucks. Yeah. And, you know, with everyone is doing a Kickstarter, then what's the point? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think people need to just pay more attention to what they're paying for. Yeah. Cuz I think Kickstarter is a great tool and it's amazing. It's an amazing thing to have. But don't just throw your money around on it. Like yeah. yeah. Give your money to the projects that actually deserve it. Right. That's something that you really believe in. Yeah, yeah. so Sup-
1: support quality. Yeah. That's all it is. Just support quality.
0: It takes more than all that's a neat idea. That don't actually look at what they have. Like Yeah. That other good. Have you seen that zombie playground one?
1: No, I haven't seen that one. It's
0: for a game that it's about kids fighting zombies in a school. Okay, and it looks really good. They have, yeah. they had character models and test videos, <laughs> and it was actually based on a piece of art that that was viral. I hate saying viral, but <laughs> it was being passed around the internet. A lot of these kids fighting zombies, and it, it went around under the name Left for Dead Kids. Because <laughs> that's what it kind of looked like. Yeah. But it, that was originally concept art for this game that they're oh, making. Oh, wow. Cool. And that one deserve, you know, deserves some money. It looks good. Huh? Right. And I don't want to say that the Leisure Suit Larry guy didn't deserve the money for his, but I wish it was a new game and not a remake. It just seems dumb. Yeah,
1: that seems like a ripoff oh, yeah. more than anything.
0: Plus, that game was already remade once in the 90s. But- yeah, <laughs>
1: right, right. <laughs>
0: No, I just I don't wanna see people get uninterested in Kickstarter either. That would be yeah. upsetting.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, movies. There's been a lot of new movies being announced. Like Wreck It Ralph that looks really, really good. John C. Riley. Yeah. Yeah. Can't go wrong with him. I can't think of a movie that had him in it that I didn't like. I'm sure there is one, but <laughs> But
1: yeah. But no, Wreck It Ralph looks really good. It's really shaping up to be like this generation's uh, Roger Rabbit. I mean...
0: All those characters are in the trailer?
1: Yeah, and they're like the actual characters and not like... It's not just like a cameo. Yeah, yeah. And not like rip-off characters. Yeah. Like Zan Beef and he's Zang-eef. like a Russian cow wrestler. <laughs> Actually, that sounds pretty badass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Next game, Cody. <laughs> yeah. King Browser. Yeah. <laughs> The ghost from Prackman. <laughs> <laughs> now it Prack. just
1: sounds like Steve Rule, which is appropriate since <laughs> John C. Riley's <laughs> in this.
0: Who do you think was the first guy to get the highest points in Prackman? Some kind of hunk who played video games. <laughs> uh. Video games. Uh, great video video games, video grames it, it, like. it
1: is yeah uh so yeah um wreck ralph looks really good although you know it's it's just a disney it's not yeah. a it's not a disney pixar i think there's obviously
0: some mingling oh i'm
1: sure yeah i'm sure there is yeah. and that's and you know yeah, that's, that's cool that's
0: what disney needed i think was mm-hmm. pixar as good is. as mm-hmm. tangled was yeah I've, <laughs> like It'll probably be pretty good. Tangled was amazing, which is almost embarrassing to say, but it was a damn good movie. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was. It really was. Yeah. But some of the other movies coming out, um we did a post on some trailers the other day and um you know, I'm really looking forward to Django Unchained. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. That
1: looks really good.
0: I'm always looking forward to any Tarantino movie.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I will say the trailer it just there's nothing special to it. I mean, it just looks like a Tarantino western, which which is fine. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be some a lot of stuff that can't be shown in the
0: <laughs> in the
1: trailers that that are in the film. So I'm looking forward to that. I I'm cautiously optimistic about Jamie Foxx. I don't. I he was I he did he was in it. He's Django. He's the main guy. It, right. It's it's him and Christoph Waltz as the as the two. I have no. I you know. Chris Christoph Waltz is gonna be great. He's gonna be great. Uh, but Jamie Foxx, he's he's about fifty fifty with me. I mean he did he was in Ray, which is great. He was also in stealth, which was not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So I don't know. I mean the the role was originally pitched to Will Smith.
0: And he didn't take it. And he didn't take it. He didn't take a Tarantino movie role. Family value. Yeah, oh, probably yeah. not family friendly I enough. gotta go do Hancock 2. Electric Handaloo. Handaloo.
1: Even Hancock, Hancock. 2, even more Hancockier.
0: <laughs> Hancock 2, one in both hands. <laughs> oh. All right. <laughs> yeah. yep.
1: Killed it. I yeah. couldn't resist. It was, it was too good. I couldn't let it go.
0: So there's a cock joke for the episode.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Let's see. I also put up one for uh, Skyfall, which I you know I don't really have a whole lot to say on it except by the trailer it looks the most James Bond like of all of the Daniel Craig James Bond films. I haven't films. seen
0: any of the Daniel Craig ones.
1: <laughs> I you know I saw I've I've seen them and I mean they are they're more like the. British born movies. Oh, yeah. I mean they they really took it way out it, to left field with some of the stuff. But this one looks the most bondy of of the bunch. The one thing I've I've heard and I'm not happy about. Like I guess of the money's uh, budget has come from advertising. So everything's going to be labels and stuff. And the thing, and you know, I'm okay with that every once in a while, you know, you're driving through and you see he's driving his Audi around and you see the, uh, the Audi logo on the car and you know, not a big deal thing that I am a little bugged about is instead of a martini shaken, not stirred. He asks the bartenders for Heineken's. Oh God. That's
0: awful. That's like, what he's known for Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But that's it just makes me think of Mad Men when when uh he's testing out those Heineken's on when Don's testing out those Heineken's on his wife because he knew he'd pick the green bottles and they'd originally marketed Heineken toward we- towards women. <laughs> and now James Bond is drinking Heineken exclusively. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Very weird. But yeah, but no. Skyfall looks it looks okay. It looks all right. I mean, it's
0: yeah, I like it when James Bond gets I like silly James Bond like submarine. Yeah. Well, then you're not gonna like any of the <laughs> Jan- uh,
1: any of the Daniel Craig ones. But uh, yeah, and uh, God I, for the life of me, I can't remember what that fourth trailer was that I put up. It was oh, I just looked at it today. Oh man, it wasn't a Batman trailer. It was good, whatever it was. (laughs) Couldn't have been that good. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm going to get up and look on the computer. We'll cut all this dead air out. (laughs) So after looking it up, the uh, fourth trailer that we put up was Expendables 2, which looks like about the same as Expendables 1. looks good. Just, you know, a bunch of old action stars blowing stuff up. Chuck Norris was in it, so that's pretty cool.
0: I never saw the first one because I was so mad at it for beating Scott Pilgrim at the box office. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jake
1: wants to be
0: involved.
1: Oh, Jakey. Poor dog. There we go. You okay? You're gonna make it? Are you gonna make it?
0: Yeah, he's (laughs) fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So with that,
0: (laughs) a lot to edit out. (laughs) Yep, a lot
1: to edit out. All right. So I guess we're going to take a break here and we'll come back with some PXT mailbag. And that's it.
0: Picture yourself in a boat on a river with tangerine trees and marmalade skies. Somebody calls you, you answer quite slowly. A girl with kaleidoscope eyes.
1: Cellophane flowers
0: of yellow and green towering over your head the girl with a sun in her eyes and she's gone Mailbag day, mailbag day! Day! day. Hey everybody, it's mailbag day.
1: All right, we're back and you've heard the song so you know that it's time for the PXT mailbag.
0: Yep, we're dipping into the old mailbag again. Yep. Let's see when our fans have to Say. Yeah, Cody, looks like you got one over there. As I've already dipped into the mailbag and I'm holding the mail as we speak. Let me uh, start reading it, I suppose. It's from a Mrs Ednidora Benane. Benini. Benini Benane. 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 Nice. And the all the subject is from Miss Ednora Benane. I'm just gonna say Benane. <laughs> yeah, just say it, uh, yeah. It's all right. (laughs) (laughs) Greetings in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ, with due respect and humanity. I'm glad that it's a person. It's a human person. Yes. I was compelled to write to you under a humanitarian ground. I am suffering from a a long time cancer.
1: Oh man, that's the worst kind of cancer. Those long
0: times. Well, it's capitalized, so maybe she's being bothered by someone with the astrological sign of cancer maybe
1: that could be that could be
0: (laughs) from all indication my conditions is really deteriorating according to my doctors the stage has gotten to a very bad stage this money came as a result of a paycheck contract between my husband and a russian firm wait wait a
1: minute where did they where did this money come from
0: Oh no, a payback contract it came from Russians,
1: but I mean she it's just like out of the blue. she starts talking about money. It's like, oh, I'm dying of of long time cancer
0: It's money. I have it's... money
1: <laughs> all right, sorry, sorry to interrupt. go ahead.
0: Oh no, I didn't notice that it does come out of nowhere, just all of a sudden it's money. yeah i w- I'll go back to the letter. I was married to late Dr. Ardwa Benene. A contractor who worked with oil company for 52 years before he died in the year 2009, comma, he died after a cardiac arteries operation.
1: Okay, so let me stop you there for a second again. So he's a doctor who's also a contractor.
0: For an oil company. For an
1: oil company that's been working for over 50 years. Okay, I just want to make he that clear. Worked,
0: he obviously worked at this oil company while he was going to school to be a doc. His yes, he's Doctor Oil, Doctor <laughs> Doctor Oil, Doctor Big Oil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> when my late husband was alive, he deposited the sum of is that four million five hundred thousand dollars and no cents in a bank in Abidjan, and the money is still there. No way. What are you going to do with all this money? Recently, my doctor told me about my condition due to my cancer problem, and having known my condition, that's quite a sentence. I have decided to handle over this money to an honest, in all caps, person. That's us. Oh, okay. We're very honest. That's us. That will utilize this fund for the services of mankind, helping the motherless home, mother helping the motherless homes orphans, widows, as desired by my late husband when he was alive. I took this decision because I don't have any children to inherit this fund, and I don't want this money to be used unwisely.
1: So they're giving it to us.
0: Because we're a charitable organization. A
1: PXT means honesty.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of rhymes. Yeah, That's new slogan. Yeah, new yeah. slogan. We're going to throw out the what? PXT means honesty. <laughs> In the tea, it'll be capital. and honesty. Yes. <laughs> Write back to me as soon as possible because any delay in your reply will give me opportunity to look for another person for the same purpose. Is that like a threat? I think she's threatening us. <laughs> as soon as I receive your reply, I shall give you other informations, apostrophe S, on how you can receive this money from the bank. I will be glad to hear from you soon. May God bless and keep us. Yours, Miss Ednadora Benene.
1: Wow, that is a hell of a hell of a email.
0: Is our name like on some list of charities somewhere?
1: It must. It must be. I mean, well, we're we're on the nice guy list. Yeah. Yes. We are a
0: non-profit. Yes.
1: (laughs) As of right now. In fact, we are a negative (laughs) profit. Yeah but hey thank you for listening thank
0: you for checking out the site and checking out the show Miss Benene thanks for your generous donation of four million dollars yeah you know we keep getting these emails about getting money and we haven't seen any of it
1: I know What? I don't understand
0: I want to be rich I want to be mad rich <laughs> where's my free money <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening and sending Don't us. You can... that's, well, yeah, I was getting that. To. I we was setting you... it up. I wasn't All sure. Right. It sounded like we going to end it. Yeah, that's it. Over. <laughs> Show done. On. Show done. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> hey,
1: guys. Get the fuck out of my office! (laughs) No, Jake, not you.
0: (laughs) Poor Jake. Alright, we gotta wrap it up so we can go and make Jake feel better by himself. (laughs) He's a fragile dog. (sighs) Anyway... Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye. No, no. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody, to the Pizza Cast, the official you podcast of Pizza Extreme Team. If you haven't already you know, subscribe to the podcast. Yeah, on iTunes. You can uh, follow us on Twitter at Pizza Extreme Team. You can like us on Facebook. You did it.
1: At Facebook at Facebook slash Pizza Extreme Team, we are four away from being able to see our stats, guys. Then we'll shut up about the the uh, the Facebook page and
0: start, and start pushing something else on. That's you.
1: right. Yeah, that's right. So um, Twitter.
0: Extreme I team. just said that. I, did you? I was yep. not listening. We'll double do it. <laughs> All right. Awesome.
1: All right. This this is this is falling apart,
0: guys. Yeah. So, yeah. so for Pizza Extreme Team, I am Sam. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I had something I wanted to say. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, Something they should do on the website. Oh, the contest. Yeah, the contest. Tell There's them. still a copy of Cthulhu Saves the World up for grabs if you send us a legitimate email. Still. It's been... Three episodes in. Yeah, nobody's claimed it. So if you want a free copy of a really great game, send us an email. So that's it, everybody. Thanks for listening. Pizza out.
1: You guys never announce your guys' names. Oh, no, mis- never mind. We <laughs> never did it at, no, we it at the beginning either. They know.
0: Yeah. They know who we are. Yeah. Sleepy, and there is no place I'm going to. Hey, Mr. Tambourine, play a song for me. In the
1: jingle jangle morning, I'll come following you.
0: On your magic, swirling ship, my senses have been stripped, my hands can't feel to grip, my toes too numb to step, wait only for my boot heels to be wandering. Ready to go anywhere. I'm ready for the fade into my own parade. Cast your dance and spell my way. I promise to go under it. Hey, me. I'm not sleepy and there is no Place I'm going to. In the jingle, jangle morning, I'll come following you.